I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tuesday, February 21st, 2023. With you all the way up to 6.30 tonight. We're Grant and Danny and you're listening to The Fan. Danny, I owe you a thank you. You're right. You're welcome, America. I think most of our listening audience has already thanked you uh-huh. via social media. Danny got sick overnight Thursday into Friday. And while you getting sick normally wouldn't net a thank you, mm-hmm. on Friday you yep. weren't able to come in. And so inevitably something major had to happen in That's DC right. sports. And that something was the defenders getting Eric Bienemy. Uh, the Commanders, I should say. I call mm-hmm. them the Defenders. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the Defenders in a minute. Mm-hmm. I got them on my mind. The Commanders getting Eric Bieniemy to agree to be their offensive coordinator. It only happened because you were sick. Some people might be skeptical of that. <laughs> to you, I say, welcome to the show. This doesn't happen when I go on vacation. I want to be very clear about this. Okay, When it's my scheduled time off, hey, take a week at the beach, buddy, rest or recharge, read a book or two, have some barbecue. No, 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 no. I got to be puking my guts out. I got to have laryngitis. Okay? Whatever it is, it happens, and then major news happens. I take one for the team. That's the kind of team player that I am. Some people won't wear that fastball to move runners into scoring position. I took that fastball right in the shoulder, and I didn't rub it. Came back here. Hopefully close to full strength. It was miserable, by the way. No one cares about it. No one has puked more. I think I set a world record. Friday, I was in a delirious, uh, fever-induced state where I would sleep for one minute or two hours. I had no idea which. Wake up, puke nothing, but just do it forever. It was terrible and awful. It's a norovirus going around, apparently. Whatever. But Eric Bannemi's here because I did that. I sacrificed for you all. Content, GP. Content. You're batting 1,000. It's not a joke either, by the way. Days missed non-vacation. Massive D.C. sports news. Sometimes Bryce Harper signs in Philadelphia. Uh Uh-huh. Laryngitis. Occasionally, head coaches get fired. And on this particular instance, Danny Ruye brought us Eric Bieniemy as the coordinator for the Washington Commanders. Uh, Let's go through the weekend that was. There's a lot of... A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that happened. A lot of things to regale you with. 
So your boy had as good a sports weekend as I've had in a long time. We start on Saturday. I was in Raleigh for the outdoor game. Did you watch much of it? Yes. I caught a lot of it. So yeah. The hockey part of it is bad, and there's not a lot to say there. They they lost 4-1. to one. Uh, Tom Wilson came back. That's the good news. He scored a goal. That's the better news. The Capitals got outplayed in every capacity. The Hurricanes were way better, won every puck battle, skated with Just more speed. faster. And, yeah. Every way that you can lose a hockey game, they lost a hockey game. They were terrible. The Hurricanes were really good. They were down 4 nothing after two periods. They played a much better third period. And the second really was the disaster. Uh, and otherwise, it was a 1-1 hockey game in the first and third periods. But the environment was amazing. Raleigh has become a hotbed now. That The venue they've got normally for hockey, where I went and saw a game a few years ago for my bachelor party, uh, is really, really good. But you, you bring the game outdoors to Carter-Finley Stadium, where NC State plays its football games, right off campus at NC State, mm-hmm. across a few parking lots, basically, from the normal venue. And Hurricanes fans who are ravenous. I mean, this team has become a juggernaut the last few years. They're basically what the Capitals were, I'd say, back around 05, 06, you know, the beginning of the Rock the Red Ascension. Uh-huh. Uh, they're 37, 10, and 8 this season, one of the best teams in the sport. So you, you get that in an outdoor game for the first time in Raleigh. You get great weather, and you can't miss. And I got to say, there were a ton of Caps fans who made the trip. I can't tell you how many people... I saw, bumped into, wearing Caps gear or there were listeners. Uh, it was just really, really cool. I ended up parking in some guy's yard and tailgating. Lambo style. Love it. Lambo field style. Uh, this is why they call the truck bed the tailgate, I guess, or why they call it tailgate. Indeed, sir. I've never actually done this, but we set up one of those little teeny tiny mini grills. It's almost like a skillet, basically, uh-huh. on the back of a tailgate. Like That's the whole terminology. Normally, it's a big grill in a parking lot. I've I've never actually done it in the back of a truck, but it was Carolina. And normally, so you just open up the you know the the Chevy or the Honda, you know, right. <laughs> kind of the back of the sedan, the hatchback. No, no, this is a real tailgate. This was a real thing. Yeah. So we uh, we ate burgers and dogs and and uh, did it all Carolina. Had some music playing and walked to the stadium, watched the game. I got to tell you, Danny, the flyover was the coolest flyover I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. What was different about it? Nighttime. So you almost never get a flyover. Okay. Okay. So it's nighttime. And there's probably been nighttime flyovers or whatever. Each of the, what I would imagine to have been four or five planes, whatever the formation was, had streaming. I, I, only thing I can call them is sparklers. Okay. But imagine just like a flame with a tail behind the plane right over top of the stadium. That kind of lit up the entire sky behind them. Oh, okay. And as they get over the stadium, perfectly timed fireworks go off everywhere. It was the coolest flyover I've ever seen. I'm a flyover guy. You're a flyover guy. Big fan of flyovers. But this just pummeled everything else I'd seen. It was the nighttime. It was the the sparkler thing. It was the explosions. It was the, the fireworks. Just so perfect. Bigger pop for you in terms of like your excitement level. Like you're just thinking about inside Grant Paulson, right? Like I know your lips are filled with smile. We're past that threshold. Bigger pop for you. That flyover with the fireworks perfectly timed, the streamers. What I don't know what the word is. I, I said streamers. You said sparklers. I don't know what it is, but I know what you mean. Streamers works too. Streamers, yeah. Internet, YouTube streamers, Twitch streamers. Bigger pop. That flyover or when you saw the street profits. Like what's the bigger excitement for you? The flyover. Flyover. Was great. Mm-hmm. 
I was so emotional in that moment. I'm just standing there getting ready to watch hockey. I got incredible seats to this game. Mm-hmm. Paid a lot of money for them. Mm-hmm. Incredible seats. Standing there with some buddies. We've been enjoying ourselves. Sure. If you will. Yes. Uh, we've we, we got that going for us. Uh-huh. Planes overhead. Fireworks going off. Anthem ending. USA chance breakout. I, I was ready to start shooting down some balloons, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fired up. It was awesome. I, I just, I loved it. The pregame vibes. I'm telling you right now, Danny. Uh-huh. Look me in the eyes. All right. The pregame vibes at the stadium series in Raleigh, as good as anything I've experienced. The, the regrettable portion of the night was then the game The actual started. hockey. Yep. Hockey, not as good as everything else. But it was great. Uh, food was decent at the stadium, I would say. Okay. Not, not awesome, but fine. I ran into Will Brinson. Remember Will Brinson? Of course. CBS Sports. Yeah, that's, that's his home court. You knew he was going to be there. He was texting me constantly, but then forgetting that he texted me. And then I found him and I re- realized why he was forgetting he texted me. Oh, I me. see. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it was one of those like you're trying to meet up with a buddy at a college game. Did he think he was on air? He's like, oh, shout out to my buddy Zeke uh, up he there in DC. He did talk about yeah, Zeke. Of course he did. Yeah. He's like, dude, Zeke told me you were coming. He's like, That's what's up? What's know. up, Grant? It's Will from the Pick Six Podcast. I'm like, no, I know we're in person. We met outside Section <laughs> Seven and he, we couldn't find each other and i was like this is not that difficult and then when i finally you realize it is difficult well i'm like oh this is very difficult that's this, great he's moving mountains to see his boy tonight uh so it was great to see him regular of the show will brinson but uh that was a win that was good that was saturday fast forward to sunday mm-hmm. i drive back to dc three hours we uh we left went to a hotel about an hour away from raleigh with a bunch of other caps fans Everyone had the same look on their face at that hotel as they're checking in. Yeah. Like that that was fun, right? A little, yeah, a little beleaguered. <laughs> so we beat feet, we get back here on Saturday, uh, excuse me, Sunday afternoon. I got an appointment. Me and my guy Danny Ruye got to right. go over to Capital One Arena because the impractical jokers are in town. They are indeed. Danny Ruye, myself, gonna be introducing the impractical jokers on stage. That's right. So that was part of the you know big promotion leading up to it. We were giving away tickets on the show. We had a, we met a few listeners there, including some grand prize winners who got they got to go backstage and meet the guys. Three listeners. Yeah, there, there was a, a tandem of uh, buddies, brothers. I don't know these two guys who were listeners of the show, who were big impractical jokers. Marks by the way, which was good. Who won the prize of a meet and greet, and then there was one other listener who won the prize of a meet and greet who got to go up on stage with us to introduce the jokers. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. So the, the total, there was five of us to go backstage and meet the fellows. It was, very, it was a, a neat thing, right? You're excited to do it. It's at Cap One Arena. You're like, these guys can, can they're not doing a show at the Birchmere here. They're not doing a show at like the Lincoln Theater. This is Capital One Arena. That's over 10,000 people. That's amazing. That they're going to they're draw that much. It was a very, very good time. So mm-hmm. we get to the arena. We, we pull up right on the stage there. We get brought down to the stage about 15 minutes before the show started. And the guy who like ran the whole thing came uh-huh. up to us and he's like, All right, so you guys want to go meet the fellas, yeah? And we're like, Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Like, where's Murr? Where's Sal? Where's Q? Where are the where the boys? Where are these guys that I'm finding out their names? True TV. <laughs> now you're not an impractical jokers mark like I am. Yeah, now but- now that it's over, I will say I've I'm not it's not a tough guy thing. It's just information. I've literally never seen the show. I have right. not watched but, the but show you're at not all. Anti then, no. you just don't watch. I just haven't watched it. And I don't know as much like Darius watches it all the time. Apparently it's just yes. on it at his house all the time. I don't know that much, but I know their names, and I've laughed, and I've watched, and it was going to be cool to meet them. So the guy's like, hey, so just so you know, you're not going to introduce them. He's like, I like to do that. 
He said, I'll, I'll bring up the opening act. The opening act will bring it back to me. I'll introduce the Jokers, which is not a problem, except that now you and I have nothing yeah. prepared and nothing to do. So, what, again, I, I want everyone to be clear about this. You guys probably aren't going to care that much. The whole selling point to Grant and I is you will speak, and the next thing that happens is thunderous applause as the Impractical Jokers take the stage. That's a cool thing for uh, a couple local zilches like us, right? That's neat. But we're still going to go up on stage, and he uh-huh. tells us, like, you guys go up there and do do your thing. Do our thing. And I was like, okay. Except, so this is, to me, the worst-case scenario. Yes. We're not introducing them, but we are going on stage, and no one is telling us what to do or what to say. Just uh-huh. put yourselves in that position. Right. It's not like we're at a sporting event where we can talk sports or pump up the crowd by breaking down the return of Tom Wilson. We're at an event where there's not a whole lot of crossover, I would say, between the people that are in line for the shirts with Murr and Sal and our listeners, right? Yep. But they're like, you'll go up on stage. And so I say to the guy, I'm like, okay, so exactly what what are you looking for? And he goes, "Uh, just don't tell any jokes. Then he looks at me. He looks right at you. He says, don't tell any jokes. Uh, but he said, you know, just welcome the crowd. You know, tell them, you know, they're going to have a good night. And tell everyone hello. Okay. This sounds like it'll be a very short time on stage. So then he takes us back to meet the guys. We go back. We meet them. They're very, very nice. Super nice guys. I uh, took pictures, thanked us for the promotion on the radio. But then as soon as we met them, they go back to eating their dinner. I think they're having Joe Stone Crab I overheard. They go back to the green room. He walks us back toward the stage. And this is not an exaggeration, Okay. We're walking back to the stage. We've got still no real idea of what we're supposed to do or what's going to happen. And he turns around and hands me a microphone. He goes, you're up. Just like that. Just like that. And I kind of looked at Danny. And you look back at him and you go, do you have another microphone? And he goes, no, no, no just use that one. Oh, okay, we'll pass it back and forth. <laughs> mm. So you and I are looking at each other. And while we were waiting for them to come out of the green room, I had just said, so if we're not introducing them, what should we say? And you're like, I think we just do the bit where we just keep asking them, are they ready? Yeah, I've, I've emceed a million shows, right? <laughs> Every comic has gone through this thing where you have to go, all right, here we go. My soul has been sold, and are you guys ready for a good time? But I know, oh, come on, I can't hear you. I need to hear you in the back, this side of the room. Are you ready to have a great time tonight? You have to just do it. You have to just swallow your pride and eat it. So I still have my coat on. Yeah. So I take my coat off, and the, the, the sound guy who's got his headphones on, he's mixing and matching and minusing everything, uh-huh. he turns around and he goes, hey, if you guys are going, you got to go. The music's down. So here we go. So we walk up on stage. There's thousands of people in the crowd. It's Capital One Arena, man. Yeah. It's, it's just That's what it is. That's what it's, it is. It's Capital One Arena. I've seen, you know, Kanye West and, and Hugh acts and uh, Kevin Hart perform here. So I'm walking up on stage. With the microphone, with no plan. Yep. And I just go, how's it going today, Washington, D.C.? Knowing full well that no one's going to say anything except hot crowd. This crowd. Everyone goes, they were fired up. And in that moment, I realized the drug that my guy Danny Rue enjoys on stage. That's what it is. Right? Now, they don't do that for me. Well, they, but they could. I get, I get tempered. Chasing the fe- the possibility yeah. <laughs> of that. Sure, sure. That's what you want. Yeah. So, so everyone responded, and now I'm, now I'm good. I'm like, who's ready to see the Jokers? And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> so that's all we. Now, now we're done. Basically, yeah, that's Grant's done his job. So I said, uh, 
I think I said one more thing. We're Grant saying. and Danny. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm Grant Paulson. This is Danny Ruye with 106.7 The Fan. We're happy to be here tonight. Who else is happy to be here? Again, I'm going back to the well. Right. It's like, yeah. And so then I was like, all right. Now it's the awkward part. Now I'm handing the mic yeah. to Danny. And, I, and the, keep in mind, again, there's a mic. <laughs> there's multiple mics on stage, but the guy wouldn't turn one of the other ones there's on There's never for been more mics. Than there are on stage. And, like the, the idea that I asked him, like, or I said, you don't even have to provide me with another mic. I see one up there. Are those hot? I could just use one of those. I'll keep it in the uh, in the mic stand. He goes, no, just pass that one back and forth. Okay, great. Make, make us look more amateurish. <laughs> make us look like we really don't belong. Even though we don't, double down on it. So I'm but, just, I'm holding the mic and Danny's got his hands in his pockets. Just, next just standing me. there looking around like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, it'll be my turn in a second. No, have no fear, person just settling in who's confused. Eating your popcorn. So I hand him the microphone, and Danny does the bit. Yep. You know this bit? (laughs) You have seen it. You've seen it. You've seen it since your fifth grade, you know, uh, ceremony with your vice principal, right? Uh Danny, (laughs) this is such a bad... I mean, yeah, what else are you going to do? I'm not joning on you. I know. Someone had to wear this jacket, and you put it on. Yep. Danny goes, I just... I just don't think you guys are excited enough. He goes, if you're really excited for the show tonight, let me hear you. And everyone goes, ah. And Danny looks at me, and he's in full character, and he goes, nope, uh-uh. That, 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 that just wasn't good enough. I don't believe you. I don't, I don't believe you. If you're ready to have a great time tonight, let me hear you make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> I get the pop. Sir, uh, sir, I'm sure his name is Sir Murr and Sal are probably backstage. Like, who are these guys? Uh, who? When we find these guys here? So, one more cheer. Now, remember, it's not just Danny and I on stage. Uh-huh. There's a guy behind us who's a listener who won his way up on stage, and I didn't want people to think he's just kind of following us around. Or documentary so, crew without without a camera. <laughs> so then Danny hands me the mic back, and I say, one more thing. This guy right here won his way on stage by listening to our show. His name is Anthony something. Mm -hmm. Is Anthony something. Let's hear it for Anthony something. And then for like the eighth time in the 14 seconds since we've been on stage, everyone goes. Now, Danny also took the opportunity. I got to give you credit to promote the radio program. Mm -hmm. Said, listen to us from 2 to 630, 106.7 The Fan. Ones of you have heard of us. No, you should listen to the show. So that was great. Mm Mm-hmm. And then even though the guy told us not to tell any jokes, I got one joke off. That's right. Okay. So while we were meeting the Impractical Jokers, this guy, Murr, looks at a dude who was with us who did not look like Jason Momoa necessarily. Yeah, listen. They both had ponytails. Tan ponytail. Yeah. Right? That's, that's what they had in common. Maybe a tattoo somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> he, he looks at him. He's we like, don't know. you look like Jason Momoa. Like while we're getting pictures and the guy's like, oh, thank you. He goes, I do get that a lot. That's and then he, said. he looks right at Danny. And he goes, you look like Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Chris freaking Evans. Chris Evans. Just a dreamboat. Chris Evans. You were flattered. You you were bashful and uh, red. That's very kind. And I also told Grant, you're going to hear about that again. <laughs> yes, I will. You're hear about that. So then I, I, I tried out a joke on stage. Yes, you did. Right before we were getting on, I'm like, when's the next time I'm going to be up on stage in front of 10,000? I said, and by the way, guys, we just met with the Jokers backstage. You know they're funny. Because they told Danny he looks like Chris Evans. Pop the crowd. Huge pop. Huge pop. 
And so I'm up, I'm basically, you know, styling a profile, you know, just sort of strutting, looking off into space. Like, yeah, that's my Chris Evans face or whatever. Who knows? People in the crowd to say they went nuts. I don't think is overselling it. They, they were belly laughing. I can only assume it was the largest laugh of the night. Right. Huge applause. And I said, okay, that, that Chappelle on stage (laughs) or me. Who gets bigger laughs? When we talk about top comedians of all yeah. time, do we have to mention Grant Paulson? One for one, man. Yeah. With my one little zing. So then, uh, so everyone, la- you know, courtesy chuckle, whatever. And I was like, all right, the Jokers are coming out in a minute. Like, you guys have been great. I don't know if I said that or not. It feels like that's yeah, yeah. Like, Have a great night. But Enjoy. I was like, yeah, take care. And then we, we got off stage. And then the guy took the mic. Actually, someone yelled at you first because you almost tripped over the most important well, thing. Well, I didn't. I'm just walking. And he's like, no, yes, no, this way. Ah, ah. And I'm like, I, I don't just. Their sound guy <laughs> freaked out. Yeah. He's like, that's the whole show right there. That's the whole show. So I'm walking off and I'm just, I've been walking for so many years. I'm pretty good at it. Right. I've been on stage before. Perfectly fine. At leaving the stage. It's not dimly lit. Plenty of lights. I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> he freaked out. Everything's fine. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he was too freaked out. Like, he couldn't spare a second mic, but he could spare some screaming at me and some pointing at the, at the ground. So I'm like, what? I don't know what you're, you're – when you yell at me in a very loud voice while pointing frantically, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're addressing. He's going, no, the other way, stop. Oh, my God, ah, that's all shows. Like, okay, it's fine. Should I just leave the stage then? I'll just keep leaving the stage. And I walked off. So I don't want to interact with that guy again. Can you again. imagine I'll tell if you, you would have unplugged that wire? Yeah, it would have served them right, to be honest with you. <laughs> My dad, my dad to do something. <laughs> Unplug the wire, the whole, the screens yeah. go dark. I would have loved it if I kicked that thing out. <laughs> right. After he, scre- after he scream pointed at me. <laughs> He's just trying to do his job, make sure the fellas, you know, have something to come out to. Sure. Some electricity. Yeah. Which I, I, I get being protective of it. I, like, I'm protective of not looking like an idiot while my co-host is sitting there talking. And I've got my, I'm like, look at me. Just standing here. Just a passenger. There are plenty of microphones, sir. Spare one. <laughs> You're not. You're not running shy. I didn't it's, know it's, you were so mad. Oh, dude, at him. This, this is. We're not. We're not rationing water here. All right, in a drought. There are there are endless microphones for the sound guy. He had two in his pocket. He, there there were plenty of working microphones that I wouldn't have. I, we could have. We, we we share all the time. We're able to communicate. We don't talk over each other all that much. Would have been just fine. And then and then he then he yelled at me about about my uh, like. Stepping over some wiring that was in a weird place on the stage. That's the whole show. That's what I remember. Yeah, then your show sucks, guy. (laughs) Sunday was fun because we left there. You went home. Right away. I went immediately (laughs) to the XFL game. Your boy, the DC Defenders at Audi Field. We'll get into that a little bit later because that was great vibes. But Eric Bienenby has been hired by the commanders. We got to discuss that as well. Lots to get into next. Grant and Danny here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 